Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And on the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. You know, I love these episodes from uh, beauty makers, cosmetic people. Last week we had, or was it a week ago, two weeks ago, we had Mary Kay online. And yep. I got some great information about how to get this puffiness out around my eyes, <laughs> you know, from a fellow man at that. And well, now, you know, we are on radio, so clearly we are not on uh, video for a reason. That's so that's right. why we have to he- well, keep having these guests on. In a couple of weeks when we're at a Cause Market and Forum conference together, I want you to tell me how much smoother my skin is. I will. Okay? I will. So we have another guy, another guy on the show this week, Hill Davis, who is the founder of Beauty Kind. What's interesting about this, Megan, is this is an online retailer where consumers can start, shop some of the best brands in beauty and raise money for charitable causes. Hey, Hill, how's it going? Well, how about yourself? Hill, do the cucumber slices really work on the eyes? That's a rumor I've never tried. You know, I mean, you know, I've seen your picture, Hill. You're a good-looking guy. I kind of think I have a face for radio. <laughs> but but you're, you're, you're in beauty kind, right? So, I mean, so I, you know, what I want to ask you first about this is, you know, this is kind of, I've read about your background. Obviously, you're from, uh, you know, Alabama, because we were talking about that before the show, about your enthusiasm for college ball there. And you went to the Culinary Institute of America, which I think is awesome, because in addition to giving me beauty advice, you could also cook me an awesome meal. How the hell does a guy like That's you right. get into beauty kind? It's, a, it's really a roundabout way. It's, mm-hmm. um, it, it really started with I wanted to go to culinary school to basically own restaurants, and I needed to learn the back of the house. And then as I mm. learned more about restaurants, I knew I wasn't ready to do that, so I went to finance, and I covered publicly traded restaurants. And then from there, I realized that you know I thought I, was, uh, I could open a, a business or a company, so I started a company called Jay Hilburn, which is men's mm-hmm. custom clothing. And then what I learned from there led me to beauty kind. So it's mm-hmm. kind of this really crazy circular kind of formula. Why did you decide to start a company that has a cause component? What what drew you to that particular business model? I think there were two things mainly. One was at Jay Hilburn, we used to direct Salesforce, kind of like a Mary Kay, and mm-hmm. they were predominantly female stylists, 92%. And every week we'd get a request to give something back to a school or a or a parent who was undergoing like a chemo or something. Mm-hmm. And then also Tom's started about the same time. Yeah. And I saw their success. And I mean, do you think this is really a trend too, Hill, in terms of where businesses are going, that there will be more businesses like yours that have caused built in right in the upfront? I, I do. And I think it's being driven by two. I think it's being driven by the millennials and actually the Gen Z, the generation behind them is up and coming and I was just at a WWD conference and mm-hmm. the head of Walgreens Beauty got up there and said the number one they think they hear from customers is there has to be a purpose above profit. And I think that's mm-hmm. not going to change in mm-hmm. that generation. Hmm. I, want, I want to take a little bit of a step back here because we kind of blew through what beauty kind is. So can you walk us through what people experience when they come to the beauty site, beauty kind site as it relates to cause? Yeah, absolutely. So you're, you're able to go onto the site, beautykind.us, and then you can start shopping. And then anywhere during the process, either while you're shopping or at checkout, you actually select the cause you want to support. Mm-hmm. And, and so 
5% of what you spend goes back to your cause. And I think that's really important because in Prestige Beauty is what we call it, which is think of Sephora, Ulta, or Nordstrom's, you can't discount the product. So it's the same products for the same price, mm -hmm. and you get to get back to what you care about. So we're not asking the customer to switch brands, mm -hmm. just switch their retailer so they want to get back. And so it's 5%. And is when you say consumers can pick their cause, is that from like the four causes you have highlighted on your site or is that from any cause? No, it's for So we do featured causes every quarter, which are the four causes you see, but mm -hmm. it's any cause. And we have over 20,000 mm -hmm. causes now that have been added by customers. Mm -hmm. And all we do is make sure they're in good standing with the IRS. We use Charity Navigator and GuideStar yep. and that they're not a hate cause. And then it could be anywhere from your local PTA, pet shelter, um, to a national cause. You, it's 100% self-directed and empowered by the customer. Mm. And then you also have a rewards program. Can you talk to us about that? Because that's that sort of was sounding to me a little bit more like, um, you know, multi-level marketing, but for a cause. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So what it was is we we looked at REI and we really liked their dividend program, which is really a profit sharing program with their uh, customers. And so we wanted to do that and create a profit sharing program, which is really what ours is. But what we realized is someone's only going to be, buy so much beauty. So if you only gave them a percentage of what they bought, which is 5% at REI, they're only going to make, you know, they're only going to earn that much money. And also the world's changed and, and companies in the world is built on, it's built on social media and people sharing. Mm -hmm. So basically all we did was we said, what if they got a 1% revenue share if you will, of all the customers that they referred to beauty kind and then all their friends and friends and friends. So we kind of did the five degrees of Kevin Bacon of separation mm -hmm. and they basically get 1% on all of that, but they'll never see who's in their network. So the key is hmm. what I call is passive where, you know, Mary Kay or Jay Hilburn, you're trying to recruit, you're trying to push that gets icky for people, right? Mm -hmm. They don't like it here. It's just refer your friends and hopefully your friends will refer friends will refer friends, but you have no idea who's in your network, but you're just getting 1%. And the way we say it is for every $5 your network raises for calls, you get a dollar cash. That's interesting. So how do the brands, the brands that you work for, Hill, how do they feel about what you do? Is this just another place where they're selling product or do they really connect with your mission? Yeah, so I think they – that's what they thought at first. Mm -hmm. And I think what they're realizing, especially after the WWD conference uh, the past week, was that we are not just a point of distribution. We're actually about cause. And in mm -hmm. this industry, the beauty industry gets cause better than anyone. I mean, they right. understand it. Mac has raised over $400 million for the AIDS Foundation via wow. Via Glam. Yep. Kiehl's has – yeah, exactly. Kiehl's has SKUs that do nothing but go back to cause. So all we're doing is taking it from a one-product SKU or a one-time event to an evergreen, everyday concept. And mm -hmm. I think they finally are catching on to the fact that this isn't about distribution. Mm -hmm. It's about do you have a heart and want to get back or do you not? And that's kind of the binary decision you're making as a brand. Right. Talk a little bit about how important you feel the cause is in marketing beauty kind. Because Joe and I talk on the show all the time. We've talked to lots of entrepreneurs who have started cause-based companies. And, you know, just because you have a cause component does not mean that people are going to suddenly flock to your website. So mm -hmm. in the equation of cause plus everything else, how does, how does that factor in for you? Yeah, I think there, there are two points to it. One is I think what happens is a lot of times the cause is driven by the company. And so then it's kind of less relevant to the customer because mm. it's 
you know, like Tom's does a great job, but it's shoes going back to their kind of group as right. opposed to mm-hmm. what the customer wants. So, right. and, and because of that, you're also not able to harness the cost community. So I think where we're different and, and we, we learned it through workshops. So it's all we're trying to do is maybe take it to the next level because it's amazing what Tom's has done and all these other brands, but that, Now we work with American Cancer, we work with American Heart, we work with JDRF, we work with Lupus, we work with local PTAs, and they reach out on behalf of us to their to their donors and volunteers and their base of people, Mm -hmm. and and become advocates. And I think Mm -hmm. that's the difference. So being able to choose the cause versus self the company self directs it. And number two is, I do think cause is a customer acquisition engine, Mm -hmm. but I think you have to create a retention engine, and that's Mm -hmm. where our loyalty program the what you were talking about comes in. Mm. So I think there's got to be what I call a good to greed ratio. People mm. want to do good, but the next question after that is what's in it for me? And if yep. you can't answer that, I think it's more difficult. Ooh, it, good to greed. I like that. I like we need that. to like, yeah, that, put that into oh, our oh, show somehow. Oh, you that's know what we got to do? We got to see if that domain's available. <laughs> <laughs> Hill already owns it. He's an entrepreneur. That's though. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Hill, I am on your site right now at Men's Sprays. And I want to know if you recommend Guilty Intense Men's or arrogant for a spray for something. Oh, like arrogant me. for you. Yeah. Do you think arrogant is probably the way to go with something like that? I think I think you could wear it well. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Uh, yeah. If the if the boys in Alabama could only see you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably get kicked out of the state. <laughs> <laughs> but look at all the good you're doing. Exactly. I well, my goal is hopefully get running water to the state one day. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't have any listeners there. We're going to be in trouble. <laughs> of course we have people in Alabama. We have people all over the world listening That's to true. us. It's true. You it's know? true. So how much have you have you raised and been able to give out to causes so far, Hill? Yeah, so last year was our first year, and we gave out over $50,000. And this year, we're on track to, to grow that by 5X. So we should, I think, this year give out somewhere between two hundred and fifty dollars to $500,000 to causes. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And, and then how, how does it break down in terms of, because you have these featured causes, and you know, I know you're not Amazon, but Amazon has, has a similar model. Um, and that's something that people have pointed to is like, oh, you know, it's not that great because they give away millions of dollars, but some organizations only get $20. So how does that break out in terms of your featured charities? Are there certain ones that rise to the top dollar amount wise? Yeah, for us, I think what we found is, is the charities are the causes that lean in and issue, like work with us on our gift card program. They're the ones who raise the most. And mm. so, but it, it also, we, we pay for the gift card, so there's no cost to the cause and then they're able to give their basically volunteers and donors supporting something. So if you, so when you don't, there's just a really long tail. But the people who do, we see that it it really has a meaningful impact. I mean, to give you an idea, uh, American Cancer Society raised over twelve thousand um, dollars. JDRF raised over seven thousand dollars, and all this was in literally a three week time period, mm-hmm. just by issuing the gift cards. Um, you had uh, you. Uh, what's um, souls for souls, $12,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it depends on how much they want to lean in. Now, the great thing is we try to make it easy. We, we do all the back end work and just say, here's the PDF of the gift card. Here's the printed version of the gift card. And all you have to do is post it or email it. So we, we really try to understand that their time constraint and resource constraint and do all the work on the back end and they don't have to pay for anything, but we so- do see that wide distribution. What so explain the gift card? I'm, I don't know that I'm completely understanding that. Yeah, so what we do is we'll we'll basically issue 
it, it could be a 25% off, which is what we do now. Mm-hmm. And, and each cause gets to create their own gift card code. So for ACS, oh. it was Give ACS. For oh, American okay. Heart, it was AHA. And then they share that with their donor base. But we pay the cause on the gross amount, not the net amount. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so and we used to actually do dollars. We used to do $50 and $25. And unfortunately, what we found is uh, it gets posted to a discount site and then it gets abused. Mm-hmm. And so we've had to move to a percentage, which is really sad because, you know, you're trying to do the right thing and it didn't take a whole lot of people to ruin that. So we found a percentage is what you have to move to. But we also donate uh, $10 for every order over 50 back to the cause. So there, there are multiple ways to kind of pick up donation streams for these causes. So tell us how um, BeautyKind is morphing into a public company with this initial offering that you're doing for investors. Yeah, absolutely. So part of our mission statement is is basically to create a community through cause and and also the community itself, right? So part of it was we could either have venture capital owners or we could have our consumers on us. And we really, with this regulation A+, which is pretty new part of the Jobs Act, the fact that it's like a Kickstarter, but you get equity instead of like a, a hat or a, a, the product at a discounted rate, mm-hmm. you're able to turn your customers into your your owners. So now they're double advocates, right? They're both customers and owners. And we think there's a lot of power in that. And I think it also goes back to, you know, when we were growing up, I'm, I'm 40, 43, 44, is that um, you our parents made a lot of money if they invested in Nike or Starbucks when it went out at $50 million a company. Mm-hmm. Now a company goes public like uh, Facebook and it's already a $200 million company. Well, there's nothing to be left to be made. And mm-hmm. so the ordinary investor gets left out. Mm-hmm. And we wanted the ordinary investor to, to receive as well. Mm-hmm. So where did you get that idea? Is that something that comes, to, you know, is Tom set up that way or Harry's or Kind Boz, are they set up that way that they would do something like this? Uh, they could if they wanted to. I don't, I don't know if they do um, and I don't know if they would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for us, it was just part of our DNA. We really wanted to connect the calls, the commerce and the community together mm-hmm. and create our own ecosystem That's, that is, it self-supported each group. And that was really important to us. So if Joe wanted to uh, make sure his uh, stock in arrogance or <laughs> ignorance or what was it? Um, <laughs> Arrogant. <laughs> is is uh, well secured. How would he become a, uh, a, a stockholder of, of BeautyKind? Yeah, you can go to our website, beautykind.us. And at the top we have, we're going public banner. Click through that. And that will actually take you to the page where you can fill out the form to be an investor. And then you can basically uh, just say how many shares you want. You fill out that form and it takes you through the whole process. So it's a pretty cool, lightweight way to go through it. That's fantastic. So, and what's the minimum to become a shareholder? The minimum right now is it's a hundred shares at 625. So $625. And unfortunately that's mandated by the exchanges. Mm -hmm. We're actually working on them. So hopefully in the future it it can be lower for everybody else because we want people to be able to do it at 25 and 50. Um, So it's 625 right now, which is a hundred shares. Interesting. We've never talked to anybody who's done this. So I'm I'm interested to watch and see how you do. Yeah. I think it's a great idea because I love the fact too, that you'll be collecting money that then you can put into new, kind of cause ventures and you know that's really what it's all about absolutely i think it's just really exciting that you're able to i think this is where kind of social media and e-commerce has made the world flat 
you know, I, I felt like wealth was aggregating toward the 1% and everything that happened always, they were the decision makers or, you know, benefiting the most from it. Now you can level that playing field through this regulation A plus mm-hmm. and make sure that you, your average consumer gets carried along with your success. And, and that's what I love about it is that as we get successful, if they decide to buy shares and be a part of it, they will also be successful. And that, that's a cool feeling. I mean, that's Absolutely. what Megan and I really love about cost marketing too, Hill, is it's red-blooded in nature. It's not blue-blooded. So it's about everyone participating in that, you know, we could raise a lot more money as a people if people just gave one, two, five dollars or whatever at a time. There's much more power in the masses than there is in, you know, the one percent, hopefully anyways. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. And I think, we, you know, we all have a shrinking middle class, right? I mean, that's the reality. And so there, whatever that can happen, whether through it's our rewards program or through these type of offerings to help maybe uh, either slow down that shrinkage or even stop it completely is is what I think is a, a big opportunity for the country as a whole. And I think it's incredibly important. I mean, I mm-hmm. think the middle class is what makes an economy work. Hill, I want to circle back on something you mentioned earlier. You said you're really trying to build a community both through this Regulation A, um, A-plus offering as well as just a cause community through beauty kind did you mean that in in like the true sense of a community where people are actually interacting with one another around your company or do you mean that more sort of esoterically no both actually there's some really cool things we're going to be rolling out uh this year so we can think about marketing differently so one of the marketing channels we're going to do is we're talking to tier one musicians like singers and we're actually going to do a concert series where they do a concert and tickets are basically let's call it a hundred dollars and half of it goes back to the cause and half of it just goes to pay for the cost of the concert because we don't have to make money we just want to break even mm. now you have a concert with an, a, an amazing musician let's say you know someone of the taylor swift type quality or blake shelton someone uh tim mcgraw uh faith hill anyone like that and they get to be out there on the forefront of of cause Um, but then also that concert raises a million or two million dollars for all these different causes and you the customer when can you go see Taylor Swift for a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars with half of it going back to cause Mm. Um, that's where that's where we think we can also change the game and build community like concepts we're going to open showrooms and we'll probably have 50 to 100 showrooms across the country Mm. that will be very different than a traditional store we're going to have a lot of technology in there that lets you personalize your looks and share it but also that becomes comes like a piazza for us to do cause events at, whether it's during the day or at night, right? So we can turn that into the the, the cause piazza for the city where different causes can have events there or brands can, can host events for their causes there. So we really do want to integrate it into the physical presence as well. Yeah. You know, in listening to you, you're a real dreamer. I mean, did you ever think a guy like you grew up in Alabama, went to Culinary Institute, was involved in all these businesses, sold a successful business, and now is in the beauty field, the cause beauty field at that, that you would be doing something like this? No, I, I never did. I mean, I'm actually more of a financial guy, mm-hmm. uh, a decade doing equity research, publicly traded companies. I'm pretty much a you know a risk-reward guy. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of outside of my valley wick, if you will. So what, what <laughs> advice, I'm curious, what advice would you give people who wanted to be cosepreneurs like you? I think the key is to identify what your mission is. You know, mm-hmm. why are you doing it? And then what, what do you hope to achieve from it both personally, but also from the community basis? And that will probably help determine how you set it up. 
Mm-hmm. I kind of believe in, I love the fact that we can give broadly the cause. So it's, mm-hmm. it, I think it was important that, you know, we were able to let everyone choose their own cause. Some people might feel really strongly about a one or two causes. And mm-hmm. so I think that can determine your path a little bit. And, and then it's how do you create a customer, a, uh, a compelling customer value proposition on top of that? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Without that, the cause is meaningless. <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. So we, totally. we, ta- we talked a little bit about becoming a shareholder, but it also sounds to me, we have a ton of nonprofit listeners. It sounds to me like there's an opportunity for nonprofits to get involved in well as well. Do they, is there a formal vetting process? Can they submit their names to you if they're not already on Beauty Kind? How do they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they can email me at hill at wearebeautykind.com or they can go online and there's a customer care area and they can they can uh, enter their stuff there and customer care will kick it out to myself or Beth Bell who runs the call side of our business and we're happy to work with them. We'll just vet them, make sure they're in good standing and then we can set up that gift card program. And what's great about this gift card program is Remember I talked about that rewards program and how, you know, you get this power of the network and that profit sharing. Well, causes go into that rewards program. So that's Mm. really cool because now you create this long-term, what I call passive donation stream Uh that because you did some work up front will pay out for the rest of your life. So it becomes a cause dividend annuity, which is really rare. Mm. Wow. That's cool. I want one of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is, we, we, we decided we, people couldn't have their own Ferrari funds, unfortunately. Oh, uh, Joe, there goes your latte fund. <laughs> Here I was. I first dip jar, went nowhere. We talked about that last week. Now I got this new program. I can't raise money for myself. I guess, I guess I'm in the wrong business, but I think Hill is the guy I need to talk to to find the I right one. So. Well, the good news is we do have customers that will earn Four to ten thousand dollars this year off their rewards program personally. So they buy a lot of cosmetics. Wow. Wow. That's right. Well, you remember they get the power of referring people. So we have some people that are just super refers. So they get out there and they refer and they push really hard. And then that just kind of replicates itself. So that's what's cool is that um, if everyone just referred three people, right? I know that's easy to say, right? So three and then nine and then, but if everyone just referred three people, on average, that person would earn $1,100 a year in cash. That's not bad. Just because they referred three people who are buying at Beauty Kind. Yeah. That's very cool. And then I could turn around and get more guilty, intense men's body spray. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hill, this has been so fantastic. Uh, What a unique business model. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing it with us. You've given us a lot of great direction about where to find you already, which we will include in the show notes. But why don't you say your URL just one last time, just in case people are writing with their pencils out, waiting for you to say it again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It's beautykind. So www.beautykind.us or what we call, it's U.S., but we call it dot .us because it's I like power that. of the I movement. I like that. That's good. Yep. I like that. Yep. Beautykind.us. Excellent. Thank you so much. And we will include those in the show notes. Joe, where can we find the show notes? Where can we find you online? Uh, well, you can find me on SelfishGiving.com week to week. You can find me minute to minute talking to Beautykind and Megan Strand on Twitter at Joe Waters. And of course, plenty of examples of cause marketing programs on Pinterest at Pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I am also on Twitter at Megan Strand and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. Going to give one probably final shout out if those of you who have not yet registered for the Cause Marketing Forum, June 1st and 2nd, join Joe and yes, I there. We are so actually, much fun. 
we're actually going to be on the main stage this time. It's the yeah. first time I think ever for you and me both. That's so right. it's going to be uh, scary, it's be scary <laughs> awesome. So definitely comments in Chicago and please visit us at causemarketingforum.com to check that out. And of course you can find show notes as Joe mentioned at selfishgiving.com as well as causeupdate.com. And of course I would be in big trouble if I didn't mention that you should definitely download and subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of Hill and Joe and myself, we'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time.